Hello everyone, this is Jerry, your Dungeon Master. I just wanted to take a moment before we get started with this week's episode to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for giving this little adventure a chance. Thank you for sticking with it for five whole episodes. And thank you for all of the feedback and support you've sent our way these past few weeks. It has been a huge encouragement to see your thoughts and ideas come in via email and on Facebook and elsewhere. So please keep it up. If there's one thing I could ask you to do to support this podcast and keep this campaign rolling, it would be to leave a rating or review on your chosen podcast platform. Every little bit helps, and that is one big way to share how you feel about this adventure. So, without further delay, here is episode 5. Enjoy! Last time on the Dungeon Patrol, the party took a detour through a cavern and dispatched a duo of hungry dark mantles with help from a magical orb. Soon after, they found their way into the Overlook's dungeons and heard loud snores echoing down the darkened hall. Will our heroes dare to disturb a stranger's slumber? Find out now. Um, so episode five, we're here. Yay. We're ready, ready to play. Level Still two. Alive. Level two. Yeah, everyone's level two. Learned a few new things and uh, ready to kick some butt, I'm guessing. Feeling good. Feeling good. Lots more HP. Nice. Well, that always helps. I'll speak for yourself. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, some of us have a lot more HP. I've got your back, squishy little man. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, I'm going to be behind your back. So <laughs> <laughs> That's a good place to be. Uh, so, uh, a little bit of business to take care of. Two episodes ago, uh, Cull Show had this uh, epic uh, sneak attack on this uh, robed figure uh, deeper in this fortress and uh, did not award inspiration for that move at the time, but uh, I think he earned it. So, you now have an inspiration I'm token. I'm feeling very inspired. Awesome. Um, so, now we're ready to get back to where we left off last time. All right. And cool. I'm sorry, because I really can't remember. I can use this to get advantage on whatever I want to roll? Pretty much. Or you can, I mean, inspiration give disadvantage to him before he rolls something. Yep. Um, saving throws, uh, okay. all that good stuff. You yeah. can't add it to, you can attack, to, you know, advantage to your attack, but um, not damage. I will probably save this for a good wisdom saving throw. And that's really a DM inspiration is really meant to be you can make it what you want really i think they do a good job yeah i think gaining advantage disadvantage uh saving throws that sort of thing just skill checks when you yeah skill checks when you think you're gonna need it um and i'll try to award them a little more liberally going forward um so feel free to use it whenever you feel like you need to because uh, you guys will probably be doing lots of awesome stuff to earn them 
Absolutely. Yeah, we will. Wow, you're a really great DM. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Um, can you uh, can you give your inspiration token to somebody else if you perceive they might need it? Um, like, can I can I inspire? Like she's shouting out a suggestion. To, oh, you want to be a bard now, huh? <laughs> I, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, what what did, do you know? What the rule is? I, on that? I do in my game, but you do. It's it's really up to you. I think it makes sense if you are um, wanting to apply disadvantage on someone else. You know, if they're in in sight and uh, in range, um, definitely I could see that happening. Okay. Um, Like distracting. The rule that I use is that if that person can actually reasonably aid you, Mm -hmm. right, they can describe how they're helping and then then I'll allow it. But yeah. Okay. That works for me. So just make it flavorful. Okay. Yeah. Flavor's good. I've got it. Awesome. So. We are where we left off. We are in this. Uh, you guys just came out of this kind of hole in the wall uh, through this cavern, a natural cavern that led to this room that appears to be uh, somewhere back in the uh, built part of the fortress. Uh, you were in this room and you managed to walk out into the hall. And I will just put you out where. I think that you guys are on the map here. Um, so you walked out into this hallway and you rolled some checks and you managed to get close enough to hear some very loud snoring coming from the direction of the, uh, towards the end of this hallway. So from the map orientation, that would be kind of to the top, the north? Uh, yes, to the north. All right, okay. cool. Um, so you're kind of standing there now and I think that's pretty much where we left off. You heard this snoring, and then it was, we're going to find out what happens next time. I'm drawing my sword and sneaking in that direction. Okay. Just before you guys start to head off in that direction, you hear some other noise. Uh, to your right, you hear kind of a oh, groaning sound. Um, something, Someone or something uh, must be a humanoid of some kind. Uh, appears to be in this room to your right. So this is a hall. So it's mm-hmm. with lined with doors here. Are these do they look like cell doors? Uh, yeah, they do look like uh, cell doors. So open, oh actual okay. open. So we should be able to see into those rooms. They, they're kind of uh, more wooden doors okay. that have iron banding, and then like a little, um, a little window that has uh, little bars in it. So you can't quite see unless you get up really close and try to So the to groaning it. is coming from the one right next to us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that will give me pause. So I will kind of turn and it looks like Thora, Thora is close wants to, the to door. look right now. Yeah, she's just going right. to... I will wait. Peer right in. Okay. So why don't you make a perception check? All righty. Oh, oops, it's that's the wrong dice. Down. Sorry. Yeah, that was... Should have taken the first roll. Um, that is a nine. Nine. Is that right? Yeah. Nine. Um, so I don't you, see anybody in the darkened room. No, you, maybe they're down. You know, uh, you know, you can kind of see towards the back, but you know, maybe they're down below the door somewhere. Where you can't see, but you just you're not seeing anything. Just shadows right now. All right. So I will look at you, kind of like expectantly and shrugging and i will shrug back at you and tell you to take a look yourself (laughs) i will 
go look. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> like, call the show is going to look. Like, we'll take turns looking in the little window here. So I think it's the, that is the one on the bottom there. Yep. I think I'll, I'll try yeah, right to... Uh, off to the right there. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. So Cull Show is peering into this darkened room with his human supervision. Well, so I've I've got the drift globe mm-hmm. and it's on. Okay. So I will just hold that up to the, the bars and kind of peer in with a 16 looking around. Okay. So you see what appears to be a human-ish uh, figure lying on the ground, a little... A uh, spot of blood uh, pooling beneath the body. And then you hear the oh, oh, kind of groan again. Um, appear to be fairly injured. Oh. So looking at the door, is it is it uh, locked? Uh, is it like a cell door lock? It is. Yes, it is locked. Mm. Kulsha, what do you see? Is the injured man in there or mannish person? Uh, this door is locked, and I think we want to stay quiet until I deal with this snoring person. Oh. Perhaps there are keys. You have keys. Yes. I, I do have some keys. I have an entire ring of keys. Give me the keys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, hold on. So I have fish in my pouch. All right. You do it with that. I'm going to sneak up and look at the snoring person. Okay. See if you can help out this person here. Yeah. Thora is actually... There's an injured person. She wants to see if she can help. So she is going to try and unlock the door using this giant key ring. I'll okay. move back with Thora. I'm going to follow you there, big guy. You, you might need some backup. Sounds right. good. So you're splitting the party. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ta-da! We're, we're second level. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what you should do. <laughs> we so are many hit invincible. points. <laughs> I have all the hit points now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I would like to... Uh, I draw my sword. Actually then... So is this... Uh, hall dark are there other, other lights uh, there's a light at the very end that you can see all right then I'm gonna hand the drift globe to Thora and I'll say you keep the light here I'm gonna sneak up there okay okay come on little guy and I would like to be stealthy as would well, I roll your stealth then that'll be an 18 stealth pretty stealthy uh, get a 13. Oops. Mm, that's probably good enough. I don't know if this person could even hear over their Sorry. own snores, but uh, um, yeah. So you guys are marching forward down the hall towards um, the light source at the end. And Thora and Alaron are sticking around by this uh, locked cell door where the injured humanoid is. They flying. can see in there. Right. Thora, do you need Through. the light? Uh, no, no I, gonna, I don't need the light. Why don't we, we put it out? Okay. Turn, so we can't see inside that door? Right. It's locked. Oh, it's locked. I thought there was bars. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, no, there's a little window you can peer in. So okay. this that's what they saw. Oh, um, sorry. Um, but yeah, once, once assuming you get the door open, then you would be able to I'm trying. see more. Yeah. So you're trying the keys right I'm now. I'm trying the keys. And we're turning the light off. Okay. Yeah, so, turn the light off. oh, drift globe is off. Yep. Okay. So you try the keys and you go through several, uh, several of the keys and finally you hear a uh, loud click um, and the door is now open. Oh, all right. Then I will push the door open. Okay. 
So the door opens. Are you trying to be quiet about it? No, I'm going to actually address the figure on the ground. This is Sparta. Kick it open. No, I'm going to gently open the door and say, hello, are you okay? I'm going to draw my daggers. Can I help you? (laughs) Uh, Okay, always prepared. Um, So the door swings open. It is a little squeaky, but again, nobody seems to, you know, the snoring continues unabated down at the end of the hall. And you walk in, and this figure uh, on the ground tries to roll over. And uh, who's who's there? A friend. Who are you? Uh, how, how did how did you get in here? It does not matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so now he rolls over, and he he takes a you know you can see it's it's an older uh, human. Um, uh, gray hair, kind of a you know, lots of uh, facial hair. It looks like he's been down in this uh, cell for quite a while, and uh, he's in really rough shape. Um, but he's blinking furiously, trying to make you out. You know, the, his eyes are. Uh, uh, he's human, so he's having a tough time seeing, and he kind of reaches towards you, and uh, he's trying to kind of grab on and pull you closer. Um, it's like, who, who, uh, how did you get in here? It does not matter. Tell me who you are first, and then, and then we can continue. Uh, uh the name's Dobbs. I'm, uh, I was a keeper, uh, here. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's who I am now. Young, young lady, tell me who you are. I am Thora, and this is my friend... And I gesture to the cloak figure. <laughs> <laughs> the scary cloak figure. Looming over his With body. daggers pulled. Uh, so uh, he's... Give him my cloak. He doesn't see those. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he, uh, he he looks at you and he's like, you, you really shouldn't be here. They, they'll, they'll kill you. They'll kill you dead. They find you. <sighs> Say, Dobbs, why are you locked up? I was a I was a keeper here. Yeah, they take veterans and uh, have them maintain the fortress so it's ready to be used and in case you know war. Uh, And uh, just a few of us here to keep the place running. And all of a sudden, these these men showed up and they they look like soldiers and we we let them in and. Oh, they they killed they killed my poor sweet Marin. They killed her just because she had points on her ears. Ah, bastards. Ah. But yeah, we let them in. We didn't know any better, and they seemed seemed like the type. And uh, and how many of them came in, Dobbs? There there were only a handful, including the, the guy. I think he's their leader. He's a he's a real piece of work. He's the one that he's the one that killed Marin. His name's Dagbar, but he he calls himself Lord Dagbar. Uh, but he's he's a he's a rough customer. He and how are they armed, Dobbs? They had. Well, let me think here. Uh, swords. Uh, Spears, 
I mean, they looked they looked like soldiers. I mean, how how would we know? How long ago was this? <sighs> Weeks, a month, maybe now. So Thora will will sink down, sit down next to him. So hopefully he can see her a little bit better, and and offer him um, some water. Okay. And uh, he he kind of thirstily drinks away and. Um, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. That helps. And then he, uh, he blinks again and looks at you and he's like, oh, you gotta, you gotta go. They'll kill you. They'll, they'll kill you. Just like my Marin. Or we might kill them. Can you tell us about the defenses of the place? It's, uh, there, there are a few, there are a few, uh, down the hall. Uh, they're, they're doing something down there. I don't know what, but. Once in a while, they, they, they come and go. I, I heard banging of uh, tools and stone, and I, I don't know what they're, what they're really trying to accomplish, but they disappear once in a while, and, and they come back. And, uh, but I, I would guess there are at least three or four at the end of the hall, and who knows up top, probably a lot more. Okay. If you had to count on your fingers, how many would there be? Uh, all, all together? Or, or what? Yes, all together. Maybe uh, 20, maybe? Oh. 25? I'm not sure. That's helpful, Dobbs. Thank you. We should probably close the door so they don't think you're trying to escape. Do you want us to lock it for you, too? So Thora will kind of scowl. And Elrond, and be what, like, what kind of are you? I'm going to shrug. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so are we? Uh, are we getting to the, the hall? Uh, okay, we'll we'll switch to you. Yes, you are. <laughs> well, Holy still is tough. Well, Dobbs tries to convince him to heal. There's so much tension over here. <laughs> really quiet. So uh, you guys are walking down the hall. Um, uh, and you don't have a light, is that true? But you're heading towards the light. We're heading towards the light, so I figured okay. that was fine. So you are heading towards a light down at the end of the hall. And I would say right about um, there, uh, about midway down this hallway, you see kind of the uh, glint of uh, uh, metal up ahead. And now you can kind of tell that there is a... Uh, uh, metal metal bars that run across the end of the hallway. Um, so there's like a metal door, like a you know, like, like you would think house. of a jail cell door, um, mm. just all bars and metal. Uh, so that spans across the hallway. I would still like to approach it. Okay, so you can keep going that way, and uh, once you get down there. You're the snoring is, you know, you see cell doors on either side of you, the the wooden kind with the little barred windows. Um, And this is um, where you would uh, the snoring is louder. But once you get down to the end, you would notice that this uh, metal door that bars off the hallway is also locked. And I'm betting you don't have the keys. I have the keys. Step aside. I've got a I maybe know how to. Pick locks. Maybe. <laughs> I maybe. We're going to find out. You know, <laughs> I leveled up. I saw a YouTube video. I have a kit. 
So okay. I would uh, imagine that my thieves tools would maybe help me out a bit. You guys are the weirdest, weirdest party ever. But I'll crouch to the side and watch as he uh, begins to work the lock. How Sounds far apart are these bars? Uh, you think you're going to slip through them? It was just a question. <laughs> He's little. Uh, I'm small. You, uh, let's see. I'll, I'll even roll for that. They probably make bars so halflings can't get through. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they are too small. Uh, Gnomes particularly around this area. Lots of gnomes. Just lock them up. Uh, so yeah, they're too, too close together for you to slip through. Maybe if you, you know, cut back on the sweets, maybe. Mm. I'm going to, there's a lock. What? Can I just examine it and see what kind of difficulty it may be? Or do you want me to just go ahead straight? Yeah, I want you to just roll for it. Let's just go for it. Give it a shot. Um, it's going to be a 22. Okay. So that's that's not bad. Um, so you can hear kind of the, the screeching of uh, your pick a little bit. Um and it starts to, you can feel that it's starting to give in there. Like you've got it and you're like, oh, this is so easy. Um, but then you hear a, <laughs> like the guy or whoever is at mm-hmm. the end of this is now kind of, uh, you know, sounded like they might have, you know, snored themselves awake, sort of. Um, but uh, so you stop partway through. You want to try to continue? I'm going to ask him to, telepathically, do you want me to keep going? Tap me on the shoulder, if you do. I will tap him on the shoulder. Okay. Okay. And then, actually, I'm going to quietly sheath my sword and pull out my longbow, which I haven't bothered mentioning that I have one. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll go ahead and string it and get that ready. Sounds good. So I will continue. So uh, why don't you give me one more more Uh, roll there? I knew it. Uh, Another... 22. Gosh. Okay. So you hear a nice quiet click and the the gates are now open. Good job. Yeah. A couple good rolls there. Yeah. Well, it doesn't hurt to be very good slightly with hand and <laughs> dexterous. Okay. So uh, the door uh, you can uh, uh, open up now. Um, try to do it quietly, I'm assuming. And yeah. I, I will, before he goes to open it, I will sigh slightly, put the bow back up, and then throw my sword <laughs> back out. All right. I'll have my rapier ready. That's ready. what I'm going to. We should uh, really get a, a can of WD 40 for this place. Yeah. And then Speak. I'm just going to, again, t- telepathically on a count of three one, <laughs> two, three. Three. And we'll switch back to Thora and Aileron. <laughs> um, so Dobbs is there coughing up blood and uh, smiling at you. This kind of gap tooth grin. And, uh, you know, and you're just going to leave them, I guess, in that state and lock the door behind you. Uh, I think it was your plan, right, Aileron? That's what I was intimating, but I don't know what Thora does. No. <laughs> no, we not. We will not lock him in, in here again. Um, we can't bring him with us. But we are going to be killing everybody up ahead, so he, he can stay he here. He will be a liability. He no. can stay here. I wish Cole Show could have heard that. 
Okay. So uh, he he's he's in pretty rough shape. You think he has you know just a a few hours left. Um, oh, it's too bad. Yeah, it's sad. So <laughs> perhaps you can offer him some assistance. <laughs> One of your many potions. It, I don't have many potions at this point, <laughs> thanks to my friend. Uh, and really, we should conserve resources. Yeah, let nature take its course. Survival. He of gave the you fittest. the information you is, needed. Is he I mean, bleeding just... out? Is he dying? <laughs> Yeah, no, he he really is. He's You sounded so labor by asking that question. <laughs> is, he, is he dying? <sighs> You're looking up, you know, shaking your head. Mm. I can imagine it. So coughing up blood. Is, is he at zero hit points? I can uh, certainly spare the dying to him if I want to. Uh he's not quite at zero yet, but he's he's quickly on his way. He's losing hit points. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I can certainly try to stabilize him. Uh, you, you make some, some moves that makes it seem like you're going to try to help him. And he, he reaches out and, and kind of grabs your arm and he's like, no, no, son. Um, I've got nothing left to live for. And they took my mare and just, just please make it quick, please. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thora will say, Thora will tell him, don't worry, we will kill the ones that killed Marin. Get Dagbar. Get that son of a bitch. Okay. And then I'm not going to kill the guy. I'll let I'll step back and let Alron. Yeah. He seems eager. Are you sure of this old man? Yeah, I I've got no one left. Close your eyes. He closes his eyes. Thora's gonna not walk okay. either. Like she's walking she's out, covering the goat's eyes. Yeah, do I know how the sausage is made? <laughs> okay, so uh, you're. Uh, well, that was terrible. Yeah, that was dark. <laughs> yeah, well, that's very dark. <laughs> Finding out some people's uh, wow alignments pretty quick. Here. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's that's true. It's a good way to do it. Well, help comes in all forms, doesn't that's it? That's true. Yeah. Um. So you uh, coup de gras this uh, poor old man? I do. I am surprised you did not try to tell him the, the teachings of YOLO. YOLO? ILO. ILO. YOLO. I thought it was you only live once, or you yeah. live once. Yeah. I'm living and he's not. That's, that's the teaching that's of ILO. That's the key right there. Um, so you guys, what are you going to do now? You're already halfway out of this, uh, this cell uh, with your goat. I, okay, we're going to stealth up the corridor yeah. too. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you didn't even loot the body. There's nothing there. You know he tried, right? You know. I don't Um, need a a locket with a picture of Mirren in it. That's just a bummer. uh, (laughs) It could be worth five copper. (laughs) Yeah, never know. Um, So you guys uh, head up the hallway too, and uh, we'll switch back to Cull Show and Bjorn. All right. I'm going to slip quietly through the gate. So you go through the gate. And now you're in a larger room, um, and it looks like you see a table uh, over to your right. Uh, it looks like some people had been, um, you know, playing playing uh, poker or something there, some kind of card game. And uh, there's a uh, another another ruffian, sort of like the ones you dispatched deeper in the mountain, who is uh, head tilted back, mouth wide open. Uh, 
snoring away. And it uh, uh, looks like they're, you know, maybe supposed to be on, some, you know, guard duty. You see a door to your right and a door to your left. I'm going to walk over quietly next to the guy. Okay. So you can walk, approach him. Uh, he seems, again, to be really deep in sleep. And I'm going to basically take my sword and put it up against his throat and give him just the ever slightest cut enough to wake him up and then hold it pressed there. Okay. Waiting for his eyes to open. So you put your blade up against his throat and slide it ever so gently and... <laughs> Don't make a sound. So he's awake. While this is happening, I'm changing to my bow and, and have my arrow kind of cocked at him while he's doing that as I see him. Okay. When he approaches, I That switch. sounds good. So... And uh, we'll say that uh, the rest of your team here has made their way down the hall and is now to the to the gate um, that is open. Did, did we, oh, we didn't. I thought we shut it and locked it again from the inside. <laughs> well, <laughs> Thora has the keys, so oh, yeah. Um, all that fun for nothing. So you guys uh, make your way down the hall, and uh, you now have this uh, this guy who's. Sitting there, very quietly, looking up at you. I am. Is he armed? Uh, he is armed. I'm going to, while pressing, maybe a little less gently into his throat, reach over and pull this. What I assume is sword. Uh, yeah, he has a uh, short sword and a dagger. I'll remove those from the sheaths and kind of toss them over to, next to the wall. Okay, so you throw those weapons down. Attempting um, not to be overly clattery with them, just okay. Know, just. Uh, get him out a, of the way. That's a good addition there. Um, so you get them out of his out of his reach uh, quietly as you can, and uh, he's he's still sitting there, just staring up at you, hoping not to die. Who are you? Uh, um, my name's uh, my name's uh, Bud. Uh, Bud. I didn't. I didn't expect you to actually keep him alive. <laughs> so my name's Bud. That is a reasonable expectation. I like to be surprising sometimes. I mean, we got one guy killing old men down there, and, <laughs> and you know, me. It's roller reversals. We know nothing of what happened there. What kind of barbarian are you? Um, Secret is safe with Thora. So yeah, Bud we'll is see. his name. All right, Bud. What is your job here? I'm uh, I'm guarding the guarding these uh, prisoners we've got uh, over in the next room. Oh, uh, that's good all. job, Bud the guard. You are doing an amazing job, Bud. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Uh, I will have to put you in for a promotion. <laughs> I don't know if you have that kind of power, but uh, um, I, I just I got tired. I, I'm sorry. Who else is here, Bud? Uh, there's uh, there's one more. Uh, in, inside that room uh, with the with the prisoners and then there are a few others I, I don't know how many because some of them left earlier and I uh, let's back up where's one more in with the prisoners uh, yeah yeah we're talking about the room to the east we're not talking about these cells in behind us uh, no the room I just uh, highlighted on your map I, don't know if I you see the little highlight room to the east is the one he is kind of Looking, Gesture you know, cards. eyeballs, since he's too afraid to move. Well, perhaps we should keys, have him call, call his friend out. 
Um, you could try. Uh, does he have keys? Uh, he does not have keys. Is that door locked? Um, uh, yeah, let me, let me, yes, it is locked. Hmm. Who is the other guy with the prisoners? What's his oh name? God, dang it. His name's Buzz. <laughs> Are you brothers? <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, uh, Bud, what, what is this place? Uh, it was a fortress of some kind, I guess. Uh, uh, we, we were just told to come and take it. And, uh, and then they, they put us down here. I don't know why. Told um, by who? Uh, Dagbar. Dagbar. Who is Dagbar? Uh, he's our he's our leader. <sighs> Thora just is exasperated with this guy now. Your leader. Your leader of what? Uh, well, we're uh, householders. Householders. That is the name of your organization or your profession. Uh, it's our organization. He looks kind of confused at you. Are you mercenaries? No, I mean, kind of. Yeah, I mean, whatever whatever pays, I guess. That that would be mercenary. What, what is your greater allegiance? I, I don't, I don't know. I, I just do what Dagbar tells us, and you know, we're, you know, we're part of the householder organization, and Dagbar told us to come here and take this fortress and. Do you work for Larchwood? Scorns me. Uh, he looks kind of confused at you and shakes his head. Okay. Mm. Can we make a knowledge check on the term householders? Uh, yeah. Why don't you? I, I would oh. like to. History okay. check? Yeah, do a history not, check. Uh, I got a 15. 18. Ooh, 21. Uh, of course, someone would get it. Um, <laughs> I've got a 19. So, Thora, for whatever reason, um, and yeah, her sheltered farm. lifestyle, yeah. um, she knows Mama that... tells stories. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that might make sense, actually. Uh, householders are kind of like, oh, well, let's say they're like the uh, uh, KKK of this world. No. Um, well, yeah. all, all humans, they hate uh, other races, and they think... Ashmore should uh, expel them and be humans only, make Ashmore great again, that sort of thing. So <laughs> yes, he just said it. <laughs> okay, so it is. A, it's an organization, and maybe she can whisper it and explain that to the rest of us. Then I don't know what you want to tell us. So here you are, bud, sitting with a knife to your throat. You're rethinking. Have you made some good life decisions or not? I just did what I had to to get by. Yeah, I've heard that before. So, um, what do you say you help us with getting your buddy, Buzz, I'm sorry. Buzz. My brother. Out here. Yeah, why don't you call Buzz out here so we can talk to him, too. Uh, okay. Hey, Buzz. Uh, wait, wait. Buzz. <laughs> Should get, get out here. You know, um, set up the ambush a little better, but hey. Well. So yeah, yeah. Given where I'm standing, I'm going are to second level. <laughs> I'm going to move behind Bud, so I am, um, you know. So when and I'll I'll move my bow over. Not not there. Right here. The other space there. Right there against the wall. Against the wall. Because I'm assuming the other guy's going to come walking. Yeah, and I'll have the turn my 
bow to the, the entrance there. And so, could you move me up next to you? Okay. So that I have visibility for the door. Like right here? Yeah, that's good. All right. So I'll, I'll keep my sword pressed to the guy's back and I'll wait for uh, the other guy to step through. Okay. Uh, and when he does, I'm going to run him through. So uh, you hear kind of uh, some kind of clanking uh, from the other side of this door, uh, like a latch being thrown. The door flies open and you, somebody walks out. What the heck are you talking about, bud? And then he's going to get a sword. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, this is so stereotypical. I wasn't prepared for this. So. <laughs> it's okay. I can see you're reaching deep. <laughs> Doing my best. Uh, so you're attacking. I, I am. So that would be a surprise round on Old Buzz. And I'll let you have that before we roll initiative, because who knows? You Second level now, you might just... You could roll advantage with a surprise attack. Oh, That is so much better because that's a 20 on the second roll. Wow. Uh, Natty 20, that is. So that's a crit? Yeah. So you do double damage. Uh, Roll twice and then add your bonuses. That will be 11 damage. 11 damage. That's right. Um, So poor Buzz comes walking out of this room, you know, takes a, you know, one look at the situation before getting a sword right through the side. And uh, he is down. Yes. I will kind of hold it there, look at, look as his eyes go blank, and then uh, let him slide off the sword to the floor. Okay. And I'll wipe it off on his no-doubt grimy shirt. <laughs> no, no doubt grimy shirt. Okay, while this is happening, uh, Bud is like, no, Buzz! And he jumps up from the table, and uh, he uh, kind of tries to... Uh, Tries to push up against you and knock you into the wall there. Oh, bud. I was going to let you live. <laughs> okay. 18 does not do anything to you, right? It doesn't defeat my AC, if that's the question. Yeah. Do so, we get to roll for it? I mean, was he trying to like bull rush me or something? Yeah. He just tried to bull rush you, punch you, some wild maneuver there. Um, yeah. Why don't we roll uh, initiative? Sweet. 19. 19. Wow. Aileron? Uh, we're looking Eight. at 20. Oh, nice. Wow, he's first oh. Okay. So, Thoris. You don't get to kill everybody, Cole Show. You know what? That is actually not my goal. Aileron's <laughs> <laughs> goal. Um, so, Aileron, no, uh, no. you're, you're first. Uh, you see uh, Bud jump up from the table. Uh, just as the body of his brother Buzz hits the floor, and uh, Cole Show is kind of distracted from that, and so Bud jumps up and just kind of uh, rushes him and has him pinned up against that wall there, but hasn't done any real damage to him. He's just kind of flailing about, you know, just uh, really, really upset over watching his. Uh, did I say twin brother? They're twins. Oh. So this is really terrible. They were twins. They were twins. I thought he meant like brothers in arms. <laughs> Not like, you know. Yeah, I didn't have a whole story for him. So I'm making it up as I go along. Uh, so that's what you see. And it's your turn. Okay. I will call the shadows to bite him as he tries to move towards Cole Show. Awesome. So dexterity save. And uh, he does not make it. So that is seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. So he's uh, flailing about, just kind of screaming incoherently. 
and uh, he is now uh, pretty hurt as these little shadows start nipping at his backside. And it is now uh, you guys can decide. I get dexterity. I have higher dexterity, so I had to get the jump. Well, I think in 5e... You guys have to decide. They don't have the oh. dexterity rule. That's but. right. You said the dexterity rule. What's your dexterity? Well, five. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty good. I get those. He'd be in a half one to get something. But either way, I want to see him throw butt into something. So I'm going to give up. Defer to him? You defer to him. I just want to okay. see what happens. Yeah, you guys can decide that. I'm no, no, it's it. all him. I, I'm okay. going to So yeah, I just down. will just turn and attempt to finish him off. So that will be a 19 to hit. That hits. Ouch. <laughs> For six damage. Six damage. <laughs> poor, poor brothers. And so Bud is down now, too. His body just falls back onto the table, and he, like, looks at you and, you know, coughs up a little blood and then falls off the edge of the table, hits the floor, the loud smack. That is what poor life choices get you, Bud. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to move in and start looting them. Looting them. Well, that's a good idea. Um, should remind him that an elf helped kill him because I think if he's part of this group oh yeah he doesn't like pointed ears yeah that would have really really uh, made him sad well uh, Thor is going to go up and, and check on Buzz's body okay so uh, Buzz, I will step over Buzz's body into the room to see what's inside when you get uh, close to Buzz you realize he's just unconscious he's he's at zero so you can finish him off if okay. you want yeah I have a dagger I will Okay, so uh, you uh, slip it gently into Buzz, and he is gone, and you're going to loot the body? Yes. Okay, so you find in this area, so as you're looking around, you see the table is also uh, covered in gold pieces and you know silver pieces, so they were, no, they were into <laughs> gambling a little bit um, to uh, pass the time. Uh, so altogether... Um, and I'm just going to say you go through this whole room um, and you find 42 gold, uh, one potion of climbing. That could be useful. Mm-hmm. And one potion of gaseous form. And that's about it other than, you know, dagger, short sword, that sort of thing. None of the, none of the weaponry looks anything nicer. No, nothing no, fancy. Kind of, okay. I'll Utilitarian. take a dagger. All right. So you grab a dagger off of Butter Buzz, and then I'm going to walk into that room to look at the prisoners. Maybe a dagger off of each of them. <laughs> Mementos. Complete set. I like um, it. <laughs> following cool show, I saw him kind of go in there. So. All right. So mm-hmm. you guys enter this room. Uh, there's, there are a couple of tables. Uh, sitting in this uh, space, uh, a little bed over to the left um, as you walk in, and a chair, uh, presumably where Buzz sat to uh, watch uh, what appears to be a group of uh, scribes. You know, they have little ink smudges all over their fingers and hands and things, and uh, there are pieces of uh, parchment, uh, line and stacks, and these tables, ink wells. Uh, quills, all sorts of uh, tools necessary to, uh, you know, you're guessing make the copies of those books that you mm. that you found earlier. Oh. Greetings, 
I am Cole Show. Who are all of you? Hi. Uh, we're 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 the uh, we're just regular folks. Uh, we were taken from our homes by by these householders. Uh, are they? Did you kill them? Yes. I hope you were not too attached to them. No, no, no. They're they're vicious, terrible, vile men. That was the gist I got. <laughs> um, I. Are you gonna? Are you gonna hurt us? Uh, well, I haven't decided that yet. Are you from? Uh, are you from Endwall? Uh, I'm from. I'm from uh, Stellbrook. Uh, Marcy here's from. Uh, where Where are you from again, Mars? Uh, Twallingford. <laughs> like I, we're we're kind of all over the area. Um, we ended up uh, being taken by, you know, various means and and brought here because uh, you know I guess we're. Had good penmanship. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very respectable skill. Unfortunately, it's being wasted on drivel. <laughs> okay. Uh, your scribing services are no longer needed. All right. You're letting us go? For real? Yep. Hey. Oh, my. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And make sure your children don't learn to write. <laughs> uh, although it is a really long, long walk down about a billion <laughs> stairs to get out. They might need the exercise. They've been sitting here this all this time. Um, I mean, in reality, uh, they might be safer here for a little while. uh, Okay, so you guys can tell them they they seem elated that they're, you know, and maybe a little confused. They're suddenly free. You'll be free soon. Yeah, yeah, what do we want to do? We don't want them... Well, don't forget the lift is at the top of this place once we get up there so, we should be able to there's some calligraphy equipment here yes like a kit mm-hmm. i'll take that all right you now have one plenty of that too so, um, so do you we could, want them to follow us you uh could send them back down the way you came you could tell them to stay here uh based on what your uh uh, uh keeper uh, Dob said it might be a little too dangerous to bring them up top, but uh, it's your call. I think they should stay here. Do any of you now. know how like how f- much farther it is up to the like? How did you get here? That's other than being question. captured, were you did you climb all the stairs or did you go up that lift? Uh, we we came up a a long twisting pathway up a up a mountain, I think. And, um, I knew there was another way. So, uh, yeah, we, we came up this path and into this large uh, uh, building, and we were kind of hurried through uh, some hallways and then down a flight of stairs and shoved into this room, and we've been here ever since. Oh, so we are near the top. Maybe. Yeah, according to them. How long have you been doing this? Uh, I, th- I think we've been, I, uh, it's probably been about a month. Mm. Uh, you are very prolific. Th- thanks, I think. <laughs> are you the only scribes here? Uh, the only ones that we know about. I, I know there were some other men here when, when we arrived and they, they were not too nice to them and put them in the cells. I don't, I don't know if they're still alive. I haven't heard anything for a few days. Well, someone was alive down there. What did you find in the cells? We 
We only checked the one. We well, should go back and check the others. We should. All right. Do you, uh, any of you have a sense of the, the number of people uh, uh, upstairs? Did you, from what little you saw when you were brought in? Uh, you, uh, they kind of look at each other and then, uh, uh, Marcy, uh, looks up and I, a couple dozen. Mm. I'll look at Colshow and say, we were told about 20. You know, yeah. 20 and then a couple dozen does, you know, seem consistent. We've Could already right. killed many. Yes. I wonder <laughs> if that includes all the ones we've killed. Let's see. That was down to uh, 18, five, now. six, seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it seven plus another couple dozen or minus? <laughs> they just shrug. Uh, okay. Uh, Thora, why don't you go and go check it. cells with that ring of keys? Yeah, please. I'll go with Thora. All right. Let's go check it out. Yeah. All right. So are you uh, assuring them that they'll be free soon, locking them back in this room? Or what do you, what do I you don't do? Think We're not going to lock them. Uh, do you have uh, f- where where are you getting food and sustenance and water? Are they bringing it to you, or do you sleep? Uh, they they usually bring it to us. Uh, I think there might be something out in in the main room there. Oh my gods! Are we going to focus this much on the care and keeping of scribes? <laughs> Can we not move on? Kill them! Kill them all! <laughs> I, I'm attempting to show my softer side. Okay. All right. Uh, can you sustain yourselves while we go kill the rest of these people? Uh, sure. And they all kind of nod. Okay. Then we'll lock the gate so people can't come up. And then we will go up and kill everybody else so they can't come down. All right. Well, let's look in the room across yeah. the way. And I want to check the cells. So we split up again. Apparently. Splitting the party. Yeah. It worked out fine last time. Time tested tactic. It always works. And you guys are going back down. Um, so that first room that Thora is standing in front of, one of the cells, the first cell, uh, is looks like it's full of uh, miscellaneous junk. Um, uh, best guess is that the stuff that maybe was salvageable in the lower levels of this fortress. Uh, some people maybe drag some of it up here, realized, oh, maybe I don't know what we would do with this. You know, this place is already so, so nice. Um, so they just kind of toss it in this room to sort out later. Um, so you okay. could rummage through it if you wanted. Uh, not right now. I want to check for that living. This one you mean? Yeah. Uh, yep. So just a bunch of junk and old furniture and things like that that you can see as you peer in. Um, the other one on the opposite side, you see uh, uh, what looks to be like a broken uh, door or the remnants of a broken door. There's some blood smears on the floor, but otherwise is empty. Uh, this one did not make it. Okay, keep going. And down the hall... Um, you open these rooms and it'll just say you find bodies of the other uh, veteran keepers that were mm-hmm. um, taking care of this fortress as part of their retirement. Okay. So no other no other survivors? Uh, no other survivors. A couple of empty cells further down, but um, I three swear more I didn't bodies. go in those rooms. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, 
back in the main room here, you do see there is a supply of uh, what looks to be grain and some turnips and some, you know, hardier uh, vegetables and things like that and a cask of uh, water. Um, and uh, there's the other door that you're standing in front of now. There, 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 there's the food. Are you more comfortable they'll now? Be fine. Show? Yeah, they'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> so you're... I'll go through that door. Outside the left door, uh, it is not locked. Are you trying to be stealthy or anything? Or are you just busting in? SWAT style. I guess I'm just busting in. I just, I mean, not busting in. I just open the door. I'm, I'm still holding my sword. And if I see anybody that looks like they want to do me harm, I will do harm to them first. All right. So you open the door. And, oh, luckily, they're all asleep. Um, you see um, three... Uh, forms uh, lying on little mats on the floor um, and it's all quiet and uh, even opening the door without trying to be stealthy didn't seem to alert any of these uh, sleeping people and uh, you see the first person is one of those uh, you know the the guy you had your nice uh, sneak attack on lower in the fortress uh, wearing those uh, rust colored robes uh, lying on this first mat and then the other forms appear to be more you know bud and buzz types um, just kind of ruffians scruffy looking bud failed to disclose these people I contemplate briefly the morality issues of murdering people in their sleep and then I step over and put my sword through the guy's throat who's uh, wearing the robes alright uh, so you're just rushing up and doing that I would not qualify it as rushing up <laughs> I walk quietly over. Briskly. Briskly. And attempt to do a coup de grace while, while he sleeps. All right. So basically you just get to do, I think it's double damage, right? Uh, over a, uh unaware opponent. Yeah, it's like crit. Yep. So you can roll, make sure. Wow. Mm. So that was bare minimum. Uh, that will be four damage. Or damage, right? So you run your sword through this person. Maybe you misjudged because of the blankets and the robes and uh, just kind of uh, nicked uh, not so vital part of the body. But uh, do some damage, but, you know, he kind of startles him awake, <laughs> obviously. <gasps> and uh, looking at you now, and holding on to the sword that's now kind of through his side. Should we roll initiative? Uh, I mean, let me see if these other guys even would bother. Uh, they didn't wake up. They must be bunch drunk. of lackeys. Yeah, yeah, they're still rolled over in their little uh, mats there. And Blatant racism must be tiring, huh? Um, but I will uh, say it's time to roll initiative. Sweet. 20 again. Nice. Jeez, I got 19. 15. 17. Okay. I might have to ask for those all again. I'm sorry. Um, let's see here. Yes, I know. I know. Um, okay. I know it's too difficult to remember four numbers. <laughs> it's five with the bad guys, right? <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. Okay. <laughs> that puts it over the edge. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so Bjorn, what did you get? 19. 19. Thora? 17. 17. Kulsho? 15. Oh, that's where you're at. And Aleron? 20. 20. Are you guys seeing them on your screen, just to yeah. make sure? Mm-hmm. All oh, right. no, not no. the numbers. Not the turn order. You not guys go turn into order. the tool, the little gear, and then go to descending. Or you don't get to add <clears throat> turn to them. Uh, let me see here. Like right click, and then I'll give you an option to add turn on one of the. Are you seeing your numbers, though? Nope. No. Nothing. All righty. So I'm just going to write those down since this is not cooperating right now. And let's see. So Bjorn had a 19, Thora, and Kull show. And they are last in the order, of course, with a mighty. 11. And here we go. So the guy is now startled awake, and the other two people are still sleeping. He's going to stare at you, but it is now Aleron's turn. I'm going to move up past Cole Show to the guy in the top right, put my left hand over his mouth, and slip my dagger up under his jaw. All right. So that would be double damage. So we'd be looking at, and do I double the strength bonus as well? Uh, nope, you or just add that bonus? to the two okay. rolls. So that be you can add your dex if it's higher. Yeah, light weapon seven damage. Wow! So you uh, slip your dagger in between his ribs. Uh, he, uh, no, up into his skull. Oh, up into his skull. Scramble his brain. That. Um, well, you must have missed something, <laughs> or, or they don't a have much going on brain. up there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, seriously hurt uh, from that move, uh, but not dead, and now they are awake as so well. So there's no like a save mechanism for a coup de gras. Like, no, it's it's kind of I think weird in five e. You just get uh, it's just a critical, hmm. um, okay, and you hope that you do it. Otherwise, they're awake and. Gonna have to try to fight fight you off. Okay. Okay. Good. Yep. All right. So I'm gonna roll to see if the other guy wakes up, and he does. So he heard that the brain scrambling, and now he is also awake. Okay. Um, and it is Bjorn's turn. So I'm gonna step through Thora there in space and kind of oh, put the bow in one in the corner, the one that just woke up that opposite of what he attacked. Okay. I'm going to shoot with my bow, and that is a 22 to hit. 22, that'll do it. Yeah, I think so. And that's 10 points of damage. 10 points, very good. So, takes an arrow right into the chest as he sits upright (laughs) and takes in the situation and then kind of falls back as the arrow hits him. Uh, Again, the tiny little arrow. Um... But uh, really, really hurt now. It's a really looks, sharp, tiny yeah. arrow. Though. I sharpen them <laughs> every day. Yeah. I take care of my arrows. My so babies. he's really hurt now. Um, and it is Thora's turn. Uh, Thora will uh, Eldritch Blast the robed figure and just say, just gesture and say, stop. All right. Stop him. Oh, no. Are you sure? It's an It's an eight. Oh, yeah, that yeah. won't quite do it, even for that guy. Yeah, all right. Sad. Okay, mm. so it is Kulsho's turn. 
Sorry, I meant to get this the first time. Let me try again. <laughs> Where Take are two. you? Uh, 23 to hit. Nice. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, minimum damage again. Three damage. Wow. Um. So, yeah, it's still alive. All those blankets are, must be really <laughs> My sword is just all tangled up. Uh, like, Kevlar blankets. I'm, I'm like, I'm just stabbing down into it. <laughs> quit, quit wriggling. <laughs> It's like a cartoon I saw once, but um, anyway, so yeah, still alive, very, very hurt, and even more alarmed, um, and he's going to try to stand up now, uh, even though he has a sword in his uh, belly somewhere. Does that uh, provoke? Um, standing up? Uh, yes. Does it? Do we know? I don't know. Um, we'll say no, because basically dead well if you would be um someone who would be stunned i i believe it to get up from being prone mm-hmm. i believe it would okay we'll go with that then so you can try to get him again okay well sounds like another rule we need to check but sure I'll yeah look. we can check that uh apparently i i wasn't prepared for it anyway so that's only gonna be a that's seven. Call show expected that he was going to stay down. <laughs> stay down. Um, so, miss, uh, he manages to stand up um, and he is going to cast Cure Light Wounds. And that might provoke again, right? I'm sorry. What <clears throat> Can you get multiple attacks of opportunity at this point, though? Uh, no, just no. one reaction. Yep. Yeah. yeah, just one reaction. Um, no one else is close to him, so yeah, he's he's good, and he gets a whole bunch of hit points back. Sounds like when they're saying it's just when they leave your space, when they leave, leave when hostile creatures move out of your reach. Okay, take okay. that for what it is. That's player's handbook. Player's handbook. Well, I mean, That's what we we're should take by. that for what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll go by that in the future. But he's uh, feeling a little bit better now. And uh, that's uh, that's his turn. Action to um, the other ruffian that just took the arrow is going to stand up, and he is going to try to throw his pull out his dagger and throw it at Cull Show, and that is a twenty-one. Oh, that is a hit! Wow, that is awesome. <laughs> And oh, so sad. Two damage. Two damage. Um, yeah, but he did something. You only need a band aid for that. And the other one is going to stand up and attack Aleron after he had his brain scrambled. And that is a 19? That I believe hits, yeah. All yep, right. It does. And that's four damage to you. Um, and so I will make a note of that, and I will also make a note of Cull Show's damage. Okay, we're back to the top of the list, Aleron. Okay, well, I'll pull my other dagger and attack twice. Great. That is only a 14. Oh, and that's only an 8. Uh, 14 will hit. Okay. Make it a good it was one. the first one. That would be five. Five. So after his brain got scrambled and he got up and 
got you uh, got you back a little bit. You turn around and stab him, and he is down. Okay. And I will put a little mark on him so you know he is out of the fight. Um, Bjorn. Oh, I got to waste another arrow on this guy. <laughs> Jeez Louise. It's, uh, 21 to hit. 21 will do it. And that's seven points of damage. And he is very much dead. Um, and I will mark him as dead. Another little arrow. Taking another person out. Um, and now it is Thora's turn. Thora will, again, uh, attack the robed guy and gesture and say, Die! <laughs> Die already. <laughs> and that's a one. So, cool. No. All right. So... <laughs> That guy uh, is really lucky. <laughs> You're feeling distracted right now or Apparently something. Apparently I am. Yeah. I'm thinking about all those dead people. and Oh, gosh. Oh. So Your heart's sad. just not in it. It's that veteran guy that Elrond had to put down. Uh, yeah. It's just it, so sad. Um, so, yeah, that that's it. He is still kicking. Call show. Let's see what you can do here. Uh, now I have to start all over. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be a 22 to hit. That'll That'll hit. For nine damage. There you go. Nine damage. That's better. So yeah, just when he's starting to get his confidence and feel like he's in a groove, then you wade in and take a big slash with your long sword and cut him right through the middle, and he is dead. Ooh, that was far more work than I expected. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're they're down, and uh, uh, you guys can loot. Yeah, I'm gonna go grab my arrows and loot the guy I killed. All right. So, as you're looting, you find 12 more gold pieces. Uh, you know, of course, different denominations there, but it adds up to roughly 12. And you also find something else that might be of interest. Um, and this is something that the robed figure had on his, uh, his person. And I will put it up on your screen. Hopefully it works. Do you guys see it? No. No, not at all. We don't see anything. Oh, no. Show players or in your journal? Yeah, it's not working. I must be having uh, technical difficulties here. Um, But. Let me try something. Yeah, you can try to refresh it there. All right, there it is. It's working now. So uh, you recovered a scroll off of this robed figure and. now that you have it in, in your hands, you can read it. It says, Dagbar and his men have what they need to take the fortress. They have been instructed to assist your efforts, but you should be prepared to leave when the soldiers arrive. Dagbar will escort you out of the fortress and clean up after your departure. Signed, H. H. Do wow. we know who H is? How very mysterious. Very mysterious. Oh, I bet I do. Um, Harrigan. Yep. Harrigan Larchwood. Yep. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. That's, so, uh, could be, could be onto something there. This looks like a, a letter that was possibly written. I mean, this is like an inside job. I mean, they've been instructed to assist your efforts or they were just mercenaries. I see. Could be. Yeah. So it's very mysterious as it was intended. Um, you guys have to puzzle it out, but not right now because that's the end. Oh, of, this episode. Oh, of course. What? Yeah. Jeez. Episode five. Uh. <laughs> 
All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Yeah. We'll uh, right. see you next time. Next week. All right. Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.